This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable. Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely and control vehicle at all times. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you know you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, unlike the Owls, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. So there's only one thing left to say. What's everybody having? Order now on the McDonald's app and you can also get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means you'll get some tasty rewards later on. And between you and me, if you order just before kickoff, you can get it just in time for half time. But I've not told you that. Only via the app at participating restaurants, 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery free and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. See you later. Hello and welcome to another very special episode of my Wednesday. Uh, I've I've fucked up the intro already. Welcome to another special episode from the Wednesday week, my Wednesday edition. Blair always tells me off for not getting it right. And uh, this time around, we're going to go stateside. We're going to go to a place where it's always sunny, just near Philadelphia. We're speaking to Jeff Hatcher. Jeff, are you all right, pal? How's it going? Wonderful. How are you doing tonight? I'm all right. I've just realized that like the sun's still shining where you are because um, it, it's it's very late here. It's well past my bedtime and I've got bags under my eyes you can go shopping with. But it's worth it to talk to yourself and listen to your accent. Well, I'm going to apologize for it straight away. I'm embarrassed about it. It sounds awful. It's gone <laughs> completely yank kind of Yorkshire kind of Midlands where I grew up. And it, it's a disaster. Honestly, I'm embarrassed about it. It's horrible. <laughs> and I know I get is a stick. I'm going to get abused on Twitter, and it is what it is. Yeah, we had a we had a, a lady leave one of our uh, one of one of her voice notes on our Hark Now Here bit where we put oh, the voice notes yeah. in. And, yeah, and she's she's got a uh, a, a Mexpra a Mexpra New York accent, and it was oh, uh, it was. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> although although when I find that when I speak to my mum for ten minutes, and uh, or or when I saw everybody at Wembley, I got back to work because I live on the south coast. And mm. and you get this face, don't you? They, when you're talking, they go, "Yeah." Oh, <laughs> and then you end up having having to pronounce all of the words as opposed to all words. Well, no <laughs> one like, no one claims me anymore. So if I, when I'm here, still everyone still tells me I sound English here, which is great for trying to pick up women or anything like that. But um, going home, everyone tells me I sound yank. So it, it's not good. No, one, I'm not, <laughs> yeah. I'm a refugee. 
Yeah, yeah, I like it. I like it. I get teased by my mum for being middle class and whatnot. And I, uh, but somehow she turns that into a dig. I don't know how she's managed to pull it off. Yeah. <laughs> so, so Jeff, normally on this segment we talk about uh, Sheffield Wednesday and and what you know you you know you where why you're a Sheffield Wednesday fan. Um, I mean, so you say you, uh, I think you mentioned just just then, might have been off air that you uh, you were born in the Midlands. You came from there. Why no, why the Wednesday? Funny, like it's a. It's a real mix of a story. I was actually born in Carlisle. Um, mm. So very much Northern. Um, my mum and dad went to uni in Sheffield, went to the two unis. Was it U- Polytechnic and the other one? It, it would have been back then, yeah. Yeah, like back then. Um, so uh, born in Carlisle, grew up in Shrewsbury um, and uh, got taken to my first game in 91. Because we used to go back and see friends in Sheffield um, of a weekend and stuff. My mum used to take us and um, was always brought up like Sheffield was like such a, it was almost like a utopia. Everyone to say Sheffield, Sheffield, like in my family, like such a great place. And then got taken first game, we beat Man United. Oh, wow. Uh, it was the Jemson game. Uh, I think we won 3-2. Jemson scored a couple. And obviously from then on, it was completely hooked. Yeah. Wednesday all the way. <laughs> it's it, it's weird how something can hook you. I mean, we've had some we've had some people on on this show that like their first game we've got spanked five nil, and they're like, "Yep, that's me. I'm a Wednesday fan." I'm like, "What?" I've seen plenty what? of them too. Yeah, I've seen yeah. plenty of them. Too. <laughs> the worst thing is they've been in the last couple of years in the championship. So let's hope we don't get yeah. through them them next season. So uh, we're recording this uh, in early June. It's it's not been long after the uh, after the playoff final. Uh, I assume you saw it in some way, shape, or form at some ridiculous hour in the morning. Uh, was it ten o'clock in the morning? It started. Yeah, it was. Oh. It's bit so bittersweet for me, honestly, because um, the last time when we played Hull. Uh, I came home for it, flew out on the Friday, flew back home on the Monday. Um, this time it was, um, there's been like some some shit stuff happened in my life the last couple of months. So I wasn't able to come home for it. So there was a couple of us that are uh, like, from back, like from back home that we all watched it together and stuff. And a couple of us were saying the same thing. It's, it's like really bittersweet that like we can't be there because we're just, if you see this huge party that like, you know, you should be at. And you, you know, you just can't be there. It's just so disappointing. I'll make sure it never happens ever again. I was going to try and play it down for you and go, well, to be fair, you know, the, the game was <laughs> shit. But I tell you what, I had the best couple of days of my life. <laughs> like when Baz always says, Baz Bannon's always says about um, about Hull how it was the best worst day ever. Yeah, mm-hmm. like the night before in Covent Garden in 2016, it was it was fucking awesome. It was brilliant. Like we had the best mm-hmm. night. Like it was the best time, and this time it looked like it was like a, on another level to what it was back then. So I can only imagine how how brilliant it was. I mean, what 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 ten eleven days little period that was. Even for even from being so like being over here, it was it's just unbelievable. Still still unbelievable. I find it weird when you see like uh, different countries talking about soccer or, or football in their country, and. Um... And the second leg against Peterborough at Hillsborough gets brought up as like a as like a reference point. You know, yeah. like it, it's weird watching the Champions League and they're going, Well, the three nil down, but we saw Sheffield yeah. Wednesday do it last week. And I'm like, Yeah, you talk about the Wednesday. That's people right. Have it. People have mentioned it to hear. People's like, Oh my god, did you see that soccer team? And I'm like, Yeah, that that's my team. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's, it's been incredible. It's been really weird, but incredible. 
pigs managed Amazing. to get over to the Premier League and everyone's still talking about Wednesday. It's brilliant. <laughs> it's, it's insane. It's insane. Okay, so let's go back to the early 90s then. So, you know, you've, you've been hooked from, from an early age. And so yeah. were you still living in the Northwest when you got essentially dragged and taken to Hillsborough, right? Uh, for a couple um, of years. I think I would have been then, but we moved to Shrewsbury. Um, you call it Shrewsbury. I heard you before. You pissed yeah, me yeah. off when you say it's Shrewsbury. Um, I heard, uh, so we moved to Shrewsbury when I would have been about seven, six or seven, I think. And um, so back then, Shrewsbury's only, actually only an hour and a half, hour and 45 minutes mm. if you drive the way, right way to Sheffield. Uh, but everyone was Man United, everyone was Liverpool, everyone was Wolves and Villa in that area as well. Um, and so my dad used to, I used to ask for Christmas and birthday presents from my dad to take me to games. So I go to maybe two or three a season. And, um, up until, up until about 99, when I got my first season ticket, when I was old enough, probably wasn't old enough. I was old enough to get 99. So it's your fault then. Yeah. (laughs) You're you're the Jonah. (laughs) Mate, I started going regularly in 99 and in my living in England time, um, one, the only season where I couldn't go regular was the season we won at Cardiff as well. So it's very much my fault. <laughs> yeah, it's very, and then I moved to America in um, uh, 2011. So my last year watching Wednesday was when we were absolutely awful with Megson. And then they got promoted the year after I left. Oh, yeah. So it is all your fault then, Jeff. That's, uh... <laughs> yeah. so growing up in Shrewsbury would go a couple of times a year. 99 started getting on the train actually initially without my mom knowing um oh, wow. that i was i was just going to town and saying oh i'm going to a friend's house afterwards and i'd get the train from shrewsbury to stockport and then stockport to sheffield like when i was like honestly it would have been about 15 16 it's mad to think about now like as a dad it's mad to think about now but yeah and um it's, it's insane is it because as a teenager you're like it's just a couple of trains mum like you yeah. know what i mean and like as a grown-up now even i'm thinking that's a long way i can't be asking yeah. that, you know, the and, you yeah. know I mean? like my, my mom and dad definitely didn't know that that was going on at the time i remember them not knowing my mom thinking i was in town or at, at worst she thought i'd gone to like one of the local teams like never mm. yeah yeah, I uh, I remember getting it was one of my first mobile phones, and I was about seventeen. I got a phone call from uh, from my dad going, "Where are you? Dinner's on table." And I was at Aston Villa, and he went, <laughs> "What the bloody hell?" And it was the one where they attacked the coach, like uh-huh. you know what I mean. All the fans, and I was like, "Yeah, I'm all right, Dad." And there's bricks and sticks getting chucked, in, <laughs> getting chucked. Away, away day though, Villa. What a top away day, isn't it? <laughs> like it's a really good day out. Um, so yeah, so normally, like I ask who, who your favorite players are, apart from the big three, you know, Hurst, Sheridan, and uh, and Waddle. But you know, looking behind you, you've got some, you've got some paraphernalia there. Run me through it because I'm. Uh, you were telling me about it off air, and I want, I want the listeners to know all about it. Well, I've been collecting Wednesday shirts for whew, probably ten, fifteen years. Mm-hmm. Spent far too much money on shirts over the years. I've got, I've got some, and I've got some really cool ridiculously good match worn Wednesday shirts. So behind me, I've picked out two. This one is, um, is actually John Sheridan's uh, player issue shirt from the Coca-Cola cup final. They got given in the, in the changing room before the game, they got given long sleeve and short sleeve. He wore long sleeve during the game. I have the short sleeve one that they were given and I had him sign it when I was last over in England. Amazing. 
it's a cool one. I would sell this, by the way. If someone wants to offer me stupid money, I would sell it because I'm skint. Anyway, <laughs> and uh, the other one I got here is I, I've had this for years. This is a match worn 1992 Wednesday shirt. It's signed by almost everyone, almost everyone, you know, from the whole whole squad, Bright, Waddle, Hurst, everyone. Whoever was number 15, because didn't have numbers at the time, that's that's where it's from. But it's this is my favorite. This is my uh So you've not yeah. you've not looked up who it could have been that day? Fit, but it, it No, because it could have been anyone. Like and I I mean they didn't have fifteen that, that often either because there was only three oh. sub. So mm-hmm. I don't know. Like I think I think the last time I tried to look it up it was someone like Linnigan or not someone incredibly yeah, yeah. or anything like yeah. that, but You'd like to tell yourself it's it's one of the big ones, but it's gonna be Ryan Jones. Like you know what I mean? <laughs> I, I like Ryan Jones, me. <laughs> he, he's a bit of a cult hero. Him and him and Graham Hyde that you yeah. kind of mentioned to some people who, who like football around that time. They'll go, "Oh my god, yeah, he was brilliant." Uh-huh. But you never get the same with Peter Atherton. You know it's funny because some people, someone said to me the other day about, "Oh, none of this, none of this Wednesday team, or even the team in 2016 would have ever got into the '93 team." And on the face of it, you're probably right, but you'd take, probably take Baz over Graham Hyde. And <laughs> you'd have probably taken Forestieri over Ryan Jones. So Fair. Can't, can't argue. Yeah. Can't argue. So, right. So, we're into the late 90s. You've, you've seen us go down. Did you, um, did you continue to go? So, you, we're yes. now in a 12-year period where you're now watching a slow decline in Sheffield Wednesday yes, here now, to, right? Yeah. I used to go... That was when I was going every week. I, I there was mm-hmm. there was a couple of years where I never missed an away game. I I, I think it was over a three year period. I maybe missed five home games. Um, I was going every week. What happened was um, I I was going on the train everywhere, and then I learned to drive. And I decided um, that I would find Wednesdayites in my area, and we could all go together. And that's where my uh, my love affair with the famous Tango Man came in. Right. And I was, uh, I went for about four years. I went home and away every week with Tango. I'd pick oh, you, were, you were, were you one of his crowd? So I want to call it a crowd. Like we were just traveling to games together. I wasn't like holding his coat or anything while, while he took his shirt off. But like, um, yeah, I would, I got close to him and his family. We were, we were going, um, we were going all over. We went to Carlisle on a Tuesday night, you know, Plymouth on a Tuesday night. Um, saw the, saw the best and worst of him and <laughs> and uh had a good time doing it and then um yeah you must have some cracking stories though you must have some some stories to tell i mean how, ma- how many are broadcastable um <laughs> not many where he was concerned <laughs> great great bloke and he honestly loves loves his wednesday and uh yeah but the the thing with knowing him um introduced me to just so many people like so mm-hmm. many people there's so many life friends that i have um from going with him and yeah he um what i'd got what i'd started doing in the 90s in the uh, 2000s as well i started going on the pre-season tours as well yeah. so um he wasn't coming on the pre-season tours. so uh we went to um sweden uh stayed in malmo that was fun nice. we had actually we actually got a game delayed. It's a claim to fame. I had a Wednesday kickoff delayed. You've got to tell we, me that. You've got to tell me that. Well, we were on, um, we were in 
on the border of Sweden and Denmark and Wednesday were playing in some Wednesday were playing FC Copenhagen, but it wasn't being played in Copenhagen. It was being played in some some I can't even remember the name. It was a really small Danish town. And we had to get two trains and a bus to get to this to the, get to this place. So we got the train, then we got the bus. Then we got on this train and um um it's it's weird Sweden and Denmark. It's awesome. They um if someone smokes on the train they everyone has to get off and while they fumigate or clean the train it was like that then i don't know if it's like it now so we got delayed and there was maybe 10 wednesdayites that were on our way down and someone somehow had a contact of some danish bloke at the ground that we were playing against copenhagen and uh he put me on the phone to him and his name was klaus and i remember going klaus You've got a big problem here, mate. We're going to miss the kickoff, and there's at least 800 to 1,000 angry Sheffield <laughs> fans going to be descending on this small Danish town. And we've traveled all this way, and they delayed kickoff. It was announced on Radio Sheffield, never. They, they delayed kickoff by about 30 minutes. And I remember, I remember when we finally got to the, to the stadium, and it was like 10 Wednesday, I got off this little bus that they delayed the kickoff for. There uh, was club officials, not, not too impressed, but it was a brilliant claim, claim to fame story. <laughs> so I, I remember I remember Terry Yorif not being too pleased about it. <laughs> that, do you know what? That story's panned out a lot better than I thought it was going to be. I thought you were going to do something disgusting like calling a bomb threat or something stupid. Like, you know no, what I mean? No, no. That's, <laughs> that's all right. That, that one's allowed. That one's allowed. The, the overselling of the fans. But like, I, lo- I love the way that someone's gone, oh Christ, it's Sheffield Wednesday. Like, yeah, they yeah. probably have brought 800 fans. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. No one questioned it. And Terry Yorif, no, yeah, yeah, they probably have. Klaus looked after us that day. We didn't miss kickoff. <laughs> not too bad so you said that was in sweden yeah and then um year after that we went to holland and then forget i think we went to ib for one year but i didn't go and then we went i missed the ib for cup which annoys mm-hmm. me still to this day i missed wednesday in the ib it still cup, gets yeah. spoken about in circles yeah. doesn't it? oh i'm so disappointed i never went and then um and then so we did i did holland twice with wednesday mm-hmm. amsterdam twice and uh, yeah, non non broadcastable stories from Amsterdam as well of Wednesday. Um, yeah, just just a great time. What what a great like you know late teens, early twenties period I had watching Wednesday going all over the country. You know, blagging, being a bad lad, blagging trains. Like you know, I remember when we went down to Portsmouth one year, and um, it was the game where Lee Bradbury was on loan to Wednesday and then he scored against us a week later for, but Michael mm-hmm. Reddy got the, got a last minute winner for Wednesday. Mm-hmm. So they, they, de- they delayed them winning the championship by a week yeah. and um, was going back to Shrewsbury after this. And then I'd got all the way down there from, from um, Shrewsbury to Portsmouth, uh, two trains without buying a train ticket. Nice. Um, Cause I was just going to buy one on the train and then no one came and checked. So on the way back, I was like, I'm going to have a little challenge with myself here. I mean, I would have only been about 18, I think. I was a bad lad. But um, so I tried, I was like, I'm going to, I'm going to try my best here not to, not to buy a ticket. So the first train, I think, was from Portsmouth to Birmingham and it got cancelled. So, and um, I don't know what had happened that it got cancelled. So I was like, I went to the train people and I'm like, I've got to get back to Birmingham. Like, I'm get, I've got to get home to Shrewsbury. They put a taxi on for me to get me from Portsmouth to Bristol um, to go get a different train. Or maybe it's Portsmouth to Southampton. It was somewhere around there anyway. Maybe it's Portsmouth to Southampton. That makes more sense. They put on a taxi for me, didn't check my ticket. So I'm riding around the South Coast. Got to you South- even paid for a ticket and they're driving yeah. you to Birmingham from the South Coast. Went to, from Portsmouth to Southampton and then got a train from Southampton to Birmingham. 
again, didn't check a ticket. Went from Birmingham to Shrewsbury, didn't check a ticket. I went all the way from Shrewsbury to Portsmouth, round trip, including a taxi, for nothing. <laughs> <laughs> Not too shabby. That's a, that's a great train shipping story. That's oh, yeah. <laughs> and I've had so many of those over the years. But yeah, I remember one night, I remember one night at West Brom away on a Friday night. Uh, it was kids for a quid. So I would have been about 18, 19. And as you do at 18, 19, you pretend you're 15 to get in. Of course. And again, did the same thing. Round trip. Didn't buy a train ticket. Was going to buy one on the train. No one came and checked. There and back. Got in for, for kids for a quid at West Brom away. The whole night cost me a quid. And Wednesday, and Wednesday won. <laughs> Always sweetened by a winner as well. Like You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So, um so yeah, you saw that you probably saw the decline through the through the years, and and like, yeah. was there ever a point where you just kind of went, "Fuck this!" Like this is this is just taking up too much of my time, or or the community that you were in, right. did, did it just kind of stop being about the results, and it was more about the time that you were having with these with these people that you've met Absolutely. via Sheffield Wednesday and supporting the club? Absolutely, that. I mean, the second that, that I, there's never been a moment where where I waned in my love for Wednesday or, or wanted to not go or dragged my feet getting out of bed in the morning, you know, to go into the game or whatever like that. I was, I was running, um, I was running hours online, uh, the website hours online. I was running that as well for years. Um, so I was completely immersed in, in Wednesday and Wednesday was absolutely my life. And it's still, it's still the hardest thing about living in this, this country it's still the hardest <laughs> nearly, nearly said something then it's the hardest thing about living over here is 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 missing wednesday and i include my mom and dad will probably listen to this but i, I include missing my mom and dad i put i put missing wednesday more over over that as well i'm a bad person for that but i miss i miss wednesday so much i miss i miss going home and away if i'd have thought about if i'd have thought about that a little harder when i was moving over here i probably wouldn't have come i miss wednesday with everything so have you not thought of uh, I mean what what's the what's the local team? I mean, you know, you had uh, you had James O'Connor go over to uh, was it Indy Eleven with uh, uh, Jermaine Johnson played there as well for a bit. Is there is there a football team near you that you could go down and see if you could show them how to how to chant properly? That would be a good start, wouldn't it? Come on, Dan. I'm not gonna go to a Yank game when I'm watching Wednesdays. It's not the same, is it? Come on. Philadelphia <laughs> Union moved into the area not long after I moved here. That's mm-hmm. the MLS team. Been a couple of times and it's very sanitized American family atmosphere, which is fine. That's mm-hmm. great for them that it's, you know, that's, but that's not, that's not what you miss. You know, I, the football and going and chant, even chanting at the football, that's not what I miss. I miss the, the, the whole, you know, friends. camaraderie, you know, for years, for years, Beastie and Hollywood were people I would go to games with every week. And I miss them. I miss them. And, and um, miss seeing friends like that all the time. And yeah, it's, yeah, it, it's, it's really shit, but. <laughs> <laughs> the, um, I mean, it, it, I mean, being running a social media account, I mean, I, I, I've done this for a number of years myself. In fact, pretty much pick, pick mine up when you move to the States, like you feel, you feel more engaged with the club because you're constantly yeah. trying to pick up bits of news in order to try and share and, and, and stuff yeah. like that. And, and there's time, there must've been times like yourself, I, you know, um, cause I, I live on the South coast and I've done for, a number of years now and I've always felt like a bit of a charlatan yeah like but I feel like I'm consuming more news in order to try and overcompensate do you, do you feel like you have to do that absolutely yeah I mean Joe Cran and Alex Miller constantly I'm constantly even DMing them you know like um which my mates my mates give me give me shit for because I'm constantly DMing them and 
getting trying to get ahead of stories before they even break in. So it's stupid. Yeah, yeah. I, I can't just wait. But yeah, I mean, especially when Wednesday's doing good, like at the moment, it's it's you you want to consume everything you possibly can. And at the moment, mm. it's like that. Yeah, I mean, it was really um, it was really hard during COVID. I found to 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 really be into it and um um you know covid was different for us over here we weren't locked down like you like like it was in england and stuff but it was it was so depressing watching wednesday during that time and you know wednesday were absolutely shit during that time as well as one mm-hmm. of the worst probably one of the worst wednesday teams you'll ever see as well and you know i saw josh windass say the other day about oh we only went down because of a points points deduction no josh we went down because we were absolutely shit um yeah. and um but yeah, so after COVID, um, you know, I'm not, I'm not a big, I'm unpopular opinion. I'm not a huge fan of the manager. You know, it is a huge unpopular, a huge unpopular opinion. But the one thing Darren did do is he really did uh, reignite people's passions for the club again, and definitely did, definitely did with me as well. So yeah, I'm a sponge. I am a sponge at the moment, trying to get all the information possible. There's a couple of things that that surprised me about Darren Moore, and I know he, he it took a while for him to endear himself with the fans and not through anything he really did wrong personally to us or slag us off or anything like that. But there's a couple of times, it took him a good six months to find his initial formation that worked yeah. for us and we landed on the five, three, two. And then, um, and then I, I feel like, you know, like when something's not going right in a football match, you don't want to make a snap decision. And you got, you know what? I'll give him five minutes, see what he's like. Yeah. He gives it 15 and you're like, yeah. Aaron, come on, man, we can all see it a bit. And, and that's yeah. the only thing I'd really criticize him for now. Uh, because after the Peterborough game, after getting spanked four 0 the first one, he he spent all night awake. He he got a, uh, a psychotherapist in to try and yeah. get the guys to Genius, change the winning it? mentality, and, and that really shocked me. And and that gave me a new measure of of how good the man is in, yeah. and, and the way he sees it from someone else's perspective. I mean, do you feel like the last the last few weeks has kind of clouded that perception of him for yourself or for other fans? I f- honestly, I feel like. Um how how could anyone uh critique anything he's done over the last over the last uh two weeks three weeks or whatever you know the the guy has completely cemented himself into wednesday folklore over the last few weeks i similar to you i would i i had criticisms over in-game management you know all that usual buzzword crap you know and um you're right i think he would i think he would um uh, they call it shot shy over here, which is funny because these guys, the Yanks love their guns. The shot is a little, he's a little shot shy sometimes with making changes. Um, but he's absolutely earned earned the right to tell me to shut the fuck up, honestly. Yeah. And it, it, it's a great fuck you to deliver, isn't it? It's, it's oh, yeah. a great, like, you know, fuck yeah. you, I got promoted. And you're like, well, fair play, yeah. dust. <laughs> I, can't, I, I can't argue. My, um, my, one of my uh, childhood best friends. Um, was is uh, was performance analyst for Wednesday while he was brought in uh, from by Pulis, um, mm-hmm. and um, one of someone I grew up with in Shrewsbury he works for Birmingham City now, and um, so Pulis completely shafted him. brought brought him in from he was at Middlesbrough actually brought him in from Middlesbrough, and um, and uh, gave him a job. And then within a week or two weeks he'd gone. Pulis had gone, and he only came to work. He only left Middlesbrough to work for Pulis. Mm-hmm. Um, and he can't speak highly enough of 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 Darren Moore of what of what Moore's like as a bloke to work for and and you know his preparation and all that stuff. I I think Darren Moore's grown into the club honestly. Mm-hmm. Um, 
But yeah, he, what the biggest compliment I say, I said to some, one of my mates the other day is, you can just see the players love him. Like they absolutely adore him. Like there's no, there's no, um, there's no gray area there. They, the players absolutely adore that bloke. And they, they, that has to go a long way. And I think they, I think they probably felt like they definitely let him down. Um, you know, if we, sh- we should have won the league. It's, it's ridiculous that we didn't, but yeah. Yeah. I, I, I think part of me again, you know, that, that, I'll give him five minutes. I'll give him 15. He kind of did the same with the psychotherapist. Now I'm sat there yeah. thinking, well, why don't you get the psychotherapist in early March for fuck's sake? <laughs> you know what I mean? If you had that in the armory, let's I, get that out earlier, right? We've been playing center half while we had all those injuries. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't have been unhappy with that. I used to love watching him play. My type of player was Darren Moore, which actually surprises me given the football he plays. You oh, yeah, definitely. Yes, it definitely. really shocked me, right? Like you want to—he plays expansive, ball-moving football, uh-huh. and and he was a big shit kicker defender. Like it did—it yeah. didn't seem to marry up for me. That was never who I gravitated towards. I was always—I um, was always like—I mean, other than the three you, you talk about, Carboni mm-hmm. was my was my ultimate. Like that, oh my god, I'd be measuring myself, like play, trying to play like him. I had the white boots, and oh yeah. That was my. Type Did you of get player. the? Uh, was it Pantafola? Because I think he had the white ones and PDC yes. had the blue yes. ones, didn't he? Yeah, they were they were brilliant. Yeah, they I were remember, like uh, kang- they were kangaroo leather, I think kangaroo leather. They smelled something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they, I couldn't. I, I was a size twelve at the time. They didn't have them in my size. Yeah. I couldn't get them. I was a centre back. I couldn't wear white boots. I get the head kicked oh. in. <laughs> I, I but did you? <laughs> did you? Um, did you you know the sleet the shirt you're wearing now the the orange one? Yeah. I used to, I was so jealous if if I bought a shirt and it didn't come below the elbow. I wanted it below the elbow and I wanted it to fit like Benito Carbone. Yeah. I had to buy it two sizes higher yeah. just just so I got that. Oh, there you are! Look, it's, it's even got the name on the back. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing, amazing. So I. So now, now you're out there and you've been out there a, a, a number of years. I, I, I assume now, given what you've been saying, that you're now starting to feel like you kind of left the family behind. Is, is, that, oh, yeah, is, is that a fair way of saying it? Definitely. Um, yeah, my daughter is eight now. Um, <laughs> it's funny. I was I was telling her the other day she wants to be – She's a, she plays soccer. Um, mm-hmm. She's got 20 goals in five games this season. She, she's doing all right. <laughs> Yeah, she's yeah, doing yeah. all right. And um she uh but she wants to be a fashion designer when she's older. She's right. been like, the last three years, all she said she wants to be a fashion designer when she's older. So she said to me, I said, Jaden, Jaden's my daughter, Jaden, where are you gonna live when when you're older? Where do you want to be? And she says, Oh, New York, because of the fashion. And I said, Jaden, you know where's incredible for fashion, way better than New York. London. London would be perfect. <laughs> could, and I said, and if yeah, I said, you know, if you move to England. I'll come with you. We'll live, you know, we can live there. I'll do that for you, babe. Yeah. <laughs> well, I don't think I'm done, like finished. I'd like mm-hmm. to tell you I'm not finished with being in immersed in that culture again. You know, mm-hmm. I'm as immersed in it as I can from here. Um, mm-hmm. She's eight, you know, maybe another 10 years, you know, we'll see. I don't know. You don't know what life well, holds. If she becomes a mega fashion designer, can we get whoever the kit maker is there? Can she work there and bring back baggy sleeves like Benito Carboni and make <laughs> us all wear? Was it the tubey grip around the wrist? I used yes. to have those. Yeah, I used to have. A, I used to have that. What do I wear that for? Ridiculous. Yeah. But I wanted to maybe, be. Maybe we can get a, a better shirt sponsor than fucking A up, mate. 
I'm, I'm still mardy about it. I, I'm, I'm still hoping that it was just for that parade, but it seems like it's there to stay. Well, and, remember when, remember when Huddersfield had Paddy Power, big sash across? Yeah, their I'm hoping it's a, a yes. gag like that. Yes, and then they brought it out with the blue shorts, and I feel so pathetic for complaining about blue shorts because we just won at Wembley. But like, is it that hard to have black shorts? Come on. <laughs> Yeah, if I bought Sheffield Wednesday on Sabutio, they would have black shorts, right? Absolutely. And, and Brian would have the blue ones. But like, but like moving away from Sheffield and and moving away from the North, I feel that the AUP sponsorship logo, I feel like it perpetuates stereotypes that are fight oh, yeah, every day. Definitely. Like, it's like, it's like going, hey, you see this? Take the piss out of me when you see me in this. And I know that there's going to be people listening to this going, Dan, you're a grown man, don't wear the shirt. But like, it's a uh, it's my look. I'm a proper football fan because I support Sheffield fucking Wednesday. Like, you know what I mean? Funny. It was so funny when we got when we got chopper chops because I remember when we had chopper chops. Everyone like people seem to think fondly of that period now when we had chopper chops. First of all, it was the word like people. I've seen people, the terrace and the club shop selling mm. selling like replicas of that season shirt. Mate, we didn't win a game for like four months. Like, what are we doing? And I remember, I remember everyone used to, everyone used to take the piss out of Chopper Chops. Everyone mm. said, "Oh, you've got Chubby Chops, Pressman, and Gold and stuff." You've been licked. Got that? Yeah. Like, I don't know why we look back on that period fondly. We had Steve fucking Harkness playing for us. <laughs> <laughs> but like, it's weird that period because the the first kit, the one with the black collar and the Chopper Chops logo, mm-hmm. I I thought was a stunning kit, but the logo absolutely yeah, destroyed it. it. Yeah. And then the one after, the one that Liam Palmer's photographed in, mm-hmm. I thought was one of the worst fucking kits we've had in about 30 years, including now. Yeah. And and like and people are like, look, I got, got his retro shirt on. Why? Yeah. It's horrible. Yeah, I don't get it. I like obviously I'm a I'm a big I'm a big fan of shirts. I'm a collector. Yeah. I, I never understand the fascination with the these ones, absolutely. But but chopper chops and yeah, not for me. In it, in it. Listen, Jeff, it's been an absolute pleasure. Thank you so much for talking to me this evening, yeah. and uh, and thank thank you for bearing with me on the time distance. And nice. uh, I'll uh, I'll see you next season at some point. I hope. Top man. Thanks, Fudge. See you later. It's the 90th minute. You've got all your mates round. You've got your McNugget chair boxes coming down the left wing ready to go. Your mate's already been booked for double dipping and you steal the last nugget. Snatching all three points. Back of the net. Lubosh. Automate delivery now on the McDonald's app. You in? At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com for more information. See you later. And there it is, that's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable! Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely and control vehicle at all times. 
This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.